they won't let me fly. <laughs> <laughs> they say I'm a terrorist. Yeah. Um, it seems like some people have gotten added to the no-fly list. Uh, there's been videos of people also getting arrested when they land. So it's like they get off the plane in whatever Missouri, and then there's just cops waiting there for them. So that's also been videos that are going around. Um, uh, holding their name on a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a limo driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell you right now, Jeff Bezos can buy me. Yeah. <laughs> I will we stop all, doing whatever he wants know. me to stop doing. Yeah. I have a price I point. A price. He has it in his Give bank account. Give me a call, Jeff. <laughs> we'll work it out. We will stop talking about you on the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Slightly Informed. Uh, we're recording this Sunday, uh, January 10th. And uh, in all honesty, this week, guys, it's been kind of a shit show. We came at you. We came at you midweek, which is a rare occurrence because uh, the Capitol was literally on fire. So. <laughs> our, our under siege. Yeah, our, under siege. Our group chat said emergency podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so we did that. And then this, uh, this Sunday episode, this normal episode, it's going to have a lot less structure than usual. Just because there's too many things to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we usually have like a vague, like, this is the news and then our little segments or whatever. But I don't think that's going to be the case because there's just, there's just way too much going on. Yeah. We Uh, missed some stuff. That's an understatement. Yeah. Do we want to start with what we missed? Yeah, so in the... Yeah, we came at you Thursday after historic (laughs) election and And didn't say a goddamn word about it. it. (laughs) So the Senate is now 50-50 thanks to... Two Georgia blue senators. Yeah. And that's historic. Yeah. And we also have what, like, of, of all time, what, like, the seventh black senator the, the of all time? The first black senator from the South. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that's big news. Who, um, who is it? Who was the last president that had, uh, after his... Uh, after he lost, I think Herbert Hoover. It was Hoover, yeah. Herbert so, Hoover. So we, with the other historic thing was, this is the first president since Herbert Herbert Hoover to lose the House, the Senate, and the presidency in his first term. Fucking great. <laughs> Man, you suck as bad as Hoover. Right? Aren't you guys just sick of winning? Didn't they tell us we were gonna get sick of the winning? Just so much winning. <laughs> the tweets were dumb, but they kind of are have some yeah. something behind them, and it's like yeah. Make America great again. He, he followed up <laughs> on his promise. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's 50-50 in the Senate now. The Democrats have a, a small majority in the House. What is it, 14, something like that? Yep. Um, so there might actually be uh, potential to pass legislation for the first time in like six years. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe longer. Um, no, they lost the Senate in like, uh, in like 2010. Has it been 10 years with the... Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell? Yeah, it was 2000... 2010, we lost both the House and the Senate. We got the House back a couple years later, and then we haven't haven't had the Senate since 2010. It's been 10 years. A decade of Mitch. So yeah, a decade of Mitch's graveyard. Um, We might be able to actually pass some stuff, and let's hope we do, because if the Biden administration doesn't accomplish anything in its first two years... We're going to get Trump V2. Yeah, or I just (laughs) you're going to at least lose the House and the Senate probably again, and then there goes your second two years, and then we'll see if we can even win the presidency again. So uh, fingers crossed, Joe Biden hops out of the gates, coming at it hard and fast. Um, you know, he like, has to. Yeah. He, he has nothing left in his political career. He has nothing. He's not going to run for yeah, a second he's a, term. He's like a centrist, as it like like as his personality trait. You know, yeah. so I think he might 
try to compromise too much as opposed to just rolling out like, yo, Mass fuckers, we won. This yeah. is what we're doing. Yeah. Like, you know, like FDR style, like just like do guaranteed employment, like protect the Voting Rights Act. Here's your money, like whatever they're going to do. I think they'll do some of the basics, uh, like the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, yeah. um, because you can already see like the stop the steal thing naively from dumb Republicans in the Senate and the House was really a way to frame it as like we need more secure elections. Yeah. Uh, little did they know that they were going <laughs> to start an insurrection by doing that. But you can see how they're already trying to frame like, well, there just wasn't enough faith in this election and we need to make sure that's not the case going forward. So uh, what's the play there? How do you make our elections more secure? I feel they like don't they actually are. want to. They want to make them less black and brown and poor. <laughs> yeah. Less accessible yeah, means yeah. more secure, McLean. Yeah, Come exactly. On. That's it's all Sorry, it's all coded language. It's all coded <laughs> language. Silly me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, make it so it's it's only day of voting. You can only vote in person November third with your ID at the exact right voting place. Right. As opposed to things like a lot of states do where they just send it to you in the mail and you just send it back, you know, like they're ballot drop off. Yeah, they're trying to end all that because that's how they were framing the steal was that, uh, yeah. you know, you just the, there was pallets of ballots unloaded from these trucks, and that's how the election was stolen, <laughs> you know? So let's just make sure everyone, one person, one vote in person. Otherwise, who knows who's voting illegally? Um, so one yeah. out of 60 in, yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the lawsuits for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, none of that stood up in court at all. But that's, it was... It, they it was it was, was a gonna, PR campaign yeah, exactly. to everyone besides Trump, who was actually wanted his election we have turned grounds. over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it was a PR campaign to everyone else, just to lock down the vote. But Trump actually incited uh, a coup. We're gonna attack. march down yeah. Pennsylvania <laughs> Avenue. We're gonna go straight up to Capitol. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I just can't believe that shit happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but, still in awe. I'm, yeah. But yeah, we're back to uh, uh, a tied Senate. We have a, a, a vote breaker in Kamala Harris coming yeah. in. And then yeah. after that, uh, we just have to somehow give Joe Manchin a massive traumatic brain injury so he forgets that he's a giant shell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joe Manchin came out and said uh, he's not sure about the $1,400 checks because it would increase the deficit or the debt by 400 billion and uh that was very concerning to our future grandchildren uh and i don't want to send checks be there next week yeah yeah he said he doesn't want to send checks to people already getting checks which i think was like his way of saying we shouldn't send checks to people who are employed was how i read that yeah but like how do you ascertain that in the moment and like how comfortably employed someone is like um i i think bernie sanders said it along with a lot of other people uh that i follow where it's it's more dangerous to do too little right now than to do too much right because you know if you get two grand and you didn't need it fine whatever but if you it goes back into the economy yeah or into something you know but if you if you really really need money right now and we don't want to send it to you because we're trying to be overly cautious with the budget um i mean in in a perfect world to me what you would do is send everyone regardless of who you are the the two grand and we can figure out what we want to do to re uh, negotiate the tax, tax code. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like it's very easy just to come out. And, all you guys are going to get this. Um, and if this year you made over a hundred twenty thousand, then I will take that back. So don't spend right. it. You know, right, like exactly. how how goddamn easy is that conversation? Yep. Um, but they're trying to. What baby did he not the budget. learn? The literal 
the Senate rate. In fairness, race. Joe Biden did come out and say, I agree with Bernie Sanders. Right now is not the time for austerity politics. There's too many people hurting. Yeah. So at least this is like we have we seemingly have the president on our side this time not to because because the rumor, the move of all Republicans is cut taxes, spend a fuck ton of money, like blow it, blow it, blow it. And then the second you lose control of something, be like, whoa, 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 we got to slow it up, guys. Yep. The the the, def- mm-hmm. the deficit and the debt are really getting out of control. Yep. Now's the time to cut social programs. No one cared about the yeah. deficit when the uh, thoroughbred racehorse owners yeah. were getting checks. Yeah. Nick, I've said that a million times. It's important. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> Lightning or, uh, yeah. is very expensive, and she needs very special feed. It's just very hard on me, and I need to take yeah, or the trillion dollar tax cuts. Uh, Elon Musk is now the richest person in the world. His yeah. net Ooh, worth. I forgot about that. Yeah, he his is. net worth jumped by fourteen billion dollars in one day. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking so that's unimaginable. A fun number. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, if if we recorded this part, if like we there was a video of our podcast here, I would have those little blocks that we all learned. You know, it's like okay, yeah. This block is a hundred cubes, yeah, right? Yeah. This block is a thousand cubes, yeah. and we'd have to roll it in on a pad. Pallet jack because yeah. that is so much fucking money. Yeah, if you counted that in rice, I'd bet it's a pallet of rice. Yeah, you know, Easily. like it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or yeah. in washing machines. Which is, is yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just funny because like a Grand football Canyon. field. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. But now uh, we have two people over the two hundred billion dollar line. We got him and Bezos, nice. and they're they're duking nice. it out. So. Um, That's a really yeah. two extremely likable people. Yeah, two extremely likable people, and uh, two people we could stand to tax a little bit more. Like that's what. <laughs> No, what John. Is, that's what, what you, we're always saying is, is like when there's people is, actually hurting, let's figure out a way to get those people to not be hurting. And if it costs you ten billion dollars when you have two hundred, I'm sorry, that sucks. What is uh, Jeff Bezos's equivalent of SpaceX? Isn't it like Blue Origin or something like that? Uh, that sounds familiar. I know it's, that it's not Virgin Galactic. Virgin is the Galactic other guy. is. Uh, yeah. I think Blue Origin Blue is Origin. Bezos. Why yeah. are they doing? He two hundred billion dollars. Yeah, you should like have a fucking like. I don't know. It should be good. Yeah. We should hear more about it. Well, and then I, I don't know if, if Elon actually feels this way or it's all an act, but uh, he was posting on Twitter earlier this week of like, someone was like, oh, Elon's now the richest man in the world. And uh, Elon tweets back like, wow, I guess time to get back to work, I guess. Like, you know, like yeah. like it just didn't phase him in the slightest. Yeah. And then he had another post That's... talking about like, I need to find a way to, to efficiently get this money d- diverted to the people who need it. And it's like... Well, the way to do that is through like taxation and social programs. Right. You know, like it's not through. It's a political answer, not yeah. a donation. Exactly. Answer, yeah. Exactly. You literally make one call. Yeah. And you you couldn't directly receive all the information of American citizens. Yeah. But you make one call and say, "Here is this money. I would like this to go to the American people." It's a, you, I can't it, like, imagine yeah. the government wouldn't make that work. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's whatever a, it's party a, you jumped have to, on board. You have get, to redesign the whole tax code to get that to work. If these people actually did care and wanted to do something fun, they would fix like individual problems. Like right. you would flint, fix like Flint's, Flint's water, water prices, or like yeah. yeah, something like that. Like to, you could to, fix individual programs. But that's the thing. If I've you said want to like lift, along, yeah. Why don't people do this? Well, why and, wouldn't it be the coolest goddamn thing in the world to say, yeah, they would be the richest person in the world, but they're not a piece of shit. Yeah. To, how don't you want that? To, how do I don't get it? To set up the infrastructure to permanently end like world like severe hunger and starvation is, yeah. is somewhere in the ballpark of 113 billion yeah that's that's oh less so than could, a quarter of these two combined <laughs> yeah you couldn't live off the rest 
That'd be really yeah. tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really hard. I mean, yeah. we couldn't ask him. I mean, it's like well, we're I, not, think, we're I think it's a harder it, point too because you're talking about liquidating yeah, two hundred billion, yeah. which is like what what does something like that do to, to a stock economy, price? The, or yeah. yeah, like if if like Elon has let's say forty percent of Tesla or whatever, and he tries to liquidate that in a day, does the stock price just fall to like zero because all that gets dumped or I whatever? Do get you know, that. like in, yeah. in yeah. fairness, that's it's why not taxation like they have works this better in their in their. Debt in their account. It's not like they have two hundred billion in their account, yeah. right? They have but, it in their TD Ameritrade. But also, they have, a, they have a bottomless <laughs> yeah. credit card and yeah. open up massive lines of credit and yeah. pay it off with dividends. Yeah. And all kinds. You know, of things. they all have a black card or something like but, that. Where yeah, yeah. The no answer one, is taxation. No yeah, one on the other taxation. side ever says no. Decline that. You know, if I yeah. go and try to buy something that's fifty grand yeah. with my debit card. That shit's gonna get declined. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whereas if they they're like, no, push yeah. push that th- under no circumstances yeah. do you decline that. No, shit. Bla- yeah, black cards actually have no credit limit. No, so they you just... like there was a one famous story of like a, a Chinese billionaire who bought like a hundred and fifty million dollar piece of art on his black card because then he like used the credit card points to fly his family wherever, whenever for the rest of his life. Yeah. Which is like you know like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just slapped like a hundred fifty million on his credit card and was like, uh... call it a day. That is, that is who was the guy at the uh, at uh, Davos that had it was like a couple years ago Rucker Bregman or was, yeah, that, was that his Bregman, name yeah. where it was like look everyone's yeah. talking about all of these things and all of the ways that, you, that these yeah. these wealthy people that show up here can do all these yeah. things but the answer's been in front of us forever yeah. we've yeah. known it forever yeah. for a century we yeah. know that the answer is yeah. taxes 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 yeah. that's literally the only way out of this he had a really good TED talk too where he talks about how. Uh, Poverty isn't like a personal failure. Poverty is just a lack of money. Yeah. Like if you give them money, most people do good things with it. Yeah. It's just the the system when you have no money just pulverizes you further and further and further. Right. You know, like so it's, it's it like when you get to a certain point, it's almost impossible to dig yourself out of the hole. Yeah, when you're in the yeah. meat grinder, it's hard yeah. to reach out and turn yeah, it off. Exactly. Like, yeah. So uh it's definitely all taxation. That kind of diverted us, but I just wanted to Mention the fact that now we're in our arms race for whoever the wealthiest person in the world is, and it's Amazon versus Tesla. And it's like, hmm. well, yeah. it reminds me of Getting... something that what was it called? Like the Gilded Age, yeah. the Robber yeah. Baron, some only Almost good like things. We're in another roaring twenties. <laughs> good things came after doesn't that. Doesn't yeah. any Thirties. The 30s were notably better. Famously great time. <laughs> well, bringing this back into the insurrection and all the craziness of this week. Yeah, it was following week, yeah, right? right. <laughs> I kind of wanted to touch on uh, the social media and just media outlets in general who have banned Donald Trump for life. Orwellian yeah. dissonance. <laughs> so I let me take that. I don't know if it's for life, but who have banned him? I think they. they I think they all said basically indefinitely. Yes. which means like they could overturn it at some point, but it's it. There's no end to it in sight. Yeah. Okay. Reddit. Reddit yeah. uh, banned the subreddit Donald Trump after they already banned, banned the, the Donald, Donald like yeah. two yeah. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the Donald was so toxic. The, yeah, the right the, wing does have some pretty fire memes just because they come straight from 4chan, but... Um, very toxic. Very toxic, yeah, yeah. Probably a good plan. Sometimes pretty funny, but very toxic. Um, Twitch. Yeah. I did not know this, but t- Trump had a Twitch channel. I'm sure... Just when you're that level politician, you have an everything channel just yeah. so no one else can get it. So uh, they banned his Twitch channel. Shopify. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I'd never heard of that until I looked up this up. But Shopify took down two online stores affiliated with Trump. Yeah. Um, his organization and his campaign. I think they run merch. Yeah, sites. they run the back end of a lot of merch stores. Yeah, yeah they, so, they do yeah. like so shipping the the merch. Yeah. Merch is basically yeah. falling apart. Yeah. It sounds like. Uh, Twitter. We all knew this. Um, that was hilarious. Twitter disabled and banned his. I have a feeling that was a permanent ban. Crazy. That was a permanent ban. Yeah. Um, Google. So Google's <laughs> in this list because, um, and John can talk about this a little bit more because uh, he knows a little bit more on this. But Google has pulled Parler <laughs> from the App Store. Google and Apple and Amazon Web Services. Which so Amazon if you didn't Web know, Amazon, Amazon Web Services runs like eighty percent of the internet. That's like <laughs> like people don't know this about Amazon. Why does but Amazon like, have so much money? Well, that's the thing people don't realize about Amazon. It's like when you buy batteries on Amazon, the, usually they're losing money on every one of those sales. And the reason they 10, can do 15, that 15, 20 cents, yeah, but it adds up. Yeah, well, and the reason they can do that is because Amazon Web Services essentially is a service to print cash. It costs like, nothing to yeah, run. It costs nothing to you run. You might have heard AWS. Yeah, it's right? very difficult to run. Like it's not easy. Easy to set up a cloud computing no. platform, but once it but, does, once but it's once running, you, once you have it running, it doesn't cost a lot of money to run. So it basically just prints cash that Amazon can then invest in whatever it wants, yep. like losing money to try to outcompete Walmart and shit. Yeah, and then so, they have more of your data, they have yeah. more of your preferences, yeah. they know what products you like and prefer, yeah. and then they can tailor their ads to you. So with uh, Parler, Parler for people who don't know is essentially a, a right wing Twitter clone. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, really cool Twitter. Yeah, it's a Twitter clone <laughs> that has supposedly more limits on free speech. The problem with all those is they just end up super racist and usually into child pornography. Isn't That's, this the third one that they've done in the last six years too? Didn't they, the Gab was the yeah. one right before this, and I think yeah. they even had one before Gab that I don't remember. There's always but they, them. But yeah. you you always get to a certain point where Nazis and and like extremely and pedophiles. people pedophiles just yeah. take over and. It's like okay, if you, well, if you having don't censor zero moderation anything, yeah, is exactly. not a yeah. sustainable it's business not sustainable model. Sorry, yeah. we should know the answer to what that was before the gab, but we're we're not too up to date on super racist <laughs> and uh, child pornography. Well, they're usually platforms. they're usually shitty too. Yeah. The, the market's already been purchased, and but if you want to run ads, Coca Cola doesn't want their ad popping up next to a neo Nazi saying something. Right. So that's why all the other websites do some form pretty, of moderation. Pretty understandable. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. imagine you pay for an ad and someone screen caps it and it's. It's like kill all Jews, and then to the right, it's like Coca Cola. Enjoy, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like no, no advertiser wants that. So that's why all the other websites who operate off advertising have to moderate in some form. Yeah, and yeah. As, as a as a service grows, and all of a sudden, Parler has like millions of patrons on it. Uh, they are gonna like demand a little bit better use, like yeah. you know, uh, usability. They you either have to charge for something or you have to do advertising. Exactly. There's and so no... yeah, there's there's no other way to make money on these sites. Yeah. So if you actually wanted to run a free speech platform, you'd have to have like almost a subscription based. Right. Because the advertisers really are not gonna yeah. come. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if that's what their long term plans were. But when you get nuked off Amazon Web Services, you're not. What happens? You can't. There's there's a, a million few, plus uh, yeah. subscribers, like Nick just said. Yeah. Where do you go? There's a few other, uh, like, essentially internet, like, website backend supports, but there's not many of them. And well, Amazon's a, definitely the biggest one. There's a couple. And if, if Amazon kicks you off, chances are not many other people are willing to run you. You essentially need, like, 
I think the way Eight Coon operates mm-hmm. is like they have their own small server farm and they run that through something else, but they have like the server side. Uh, don't quote me on this. I'm not really a computer guy, but you essentially need to run your own. You would. Yeah. You have to have yeah, your own yeah, yeah, exactly. server. Yeah. Your own, and, and that's the yeah. thing. There are several. I might talk about this next episode. It's a yeah. lot of fun. There's server. There's several places that have server farms. There's one that's really interesting, and I might talk about it. And they have a server farm in a mountain in an old abandoned yeah. bomb shelter, yeah. like a nuclear-proof yeah. bomb shelter. That's where a lot of, yeah. And they're like, our customer's information is our customer's information. We don't see it. Yeah. You don't see it. Yeah. Whatever they want to put on there is That's what I think they're going to try to switch to. And they to. will, but yeah. that shit sounds expensive as fuck. It is. It's a lot of overhead, and that kind of so defeats the purpose of this DIY. It, it really does. Yeah. Like, yeah. unmoderated. So I feel like subscription-based services is the only way to go. Which is like but you still need someone to host it. Yeah. Like you do. Substack. Yeah. That's yeah. what Substack is for journalism. It's yeah. like unmoderated journalist uh, pages that they can post where you pay subscription and get yeah. into their Substack. Same idea, except then it's everyone paying into the same massive service yeah. in order to keep moderation out. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I think we could spin... I mean, McLean vaguely mentioned it, but... Uh, it, the right wing's been calling this Orwellian and mm-hmm. censorship and a violation of my First Amendment rights and stuff, and it turns out none of that's true. Uh, we've we've said it before on this show. First Amendment applies to government cens- censoring your speech. Right. The government can't roll up and say shut the fuck up or you're going to jail, mm-hmm. but any private business can. Twitter can. Yeah, yeah. They're any on private Twitter's business. Platform. Yeah. Twitter, Amazon, Google, Apple. If they don't want to be associated with you, they can kick you off. Like, that's, that's not a violation of your First Amendment. No. In a way, I guess that is censorship, but private businesses don't have to agree to not censor you. Like that, like that. TOS. Yeah, exactly. The terms of service. They, they don't have to agree to not do any of that stuff. And you don't have to use their service. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can go out in the street and shout all you want. Yeah. And then no one can stop that. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you want to be on a website service, it's not a violation of your First Amendment. Uh, same with uh, Josh Hawley said it's a First Amendment right and Orwellian that Simon and Schuster wouldn't publish him. And it's like... <laughs> You don't have a First Amendment right to get published by by a publisher. Like that's not. I I'm gonna do the same thing. Yeah, I'm I, gonna do the well, exact same uh, thing. Bo the Fifth Column compared it to like I'm gonna sue Donald Trump for not playing my podcast in his lobby. You know, like <laughs> like you don't have a right to be published anywhere. Like it's not a First Amendment problem. Uh, like yeah, I mean, right? It's, it's a bad faith argument. It's, it's a right really against is. government censorship, not yeah. a right to a platform to be platformed yeah. everywhere and anywhere that you want to be. That's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. So we have uh, YouTube as well. Yeah. So YouTube, he didn't necessarily have a YouTube channel, but YouTube has accelerated their uh, censorship and enforcement of election information, uh, misinformation tenfold. Yeah. Twitter also nuked uh, QAnon. Did they? Yeah. I didn't see that. They, okay. were, they like nuked hundreds of thousands of accounts, and QAnon Anonymous even got caught up in that because it was just like, an oh, algorithm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Said, oh, they said QAnon. And yeah, exactly. But I think they they have since gotten freed up, but they they nuked a lot of things, and all these politicians were coming out like, I lost fifty thousand followers, and it's like, yeah, because they were nuking QAnon and Nazis, dude. So yeah. that might say something about who follows you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, we have Facebook, which is, I mean, whatever. I mean, finally, yeah. But Facebook ties with Instagram because they're does. the same company. Instagram is exactly next. Yeah. Same same thing. Um. Snapchat, <laughs> Trump had a Snapchat. Yeah. I don't know what was being posted to it, but <laughs> that was banned. It was all campaign stuff. TikTok, 
he, uh, I guess, had a TikTok. No, so I'm sorry. It's removing uh, content violations and yeah. redirecting hashtags like Storm the Capitol and Patriot Party to its community guidelines, <laughs> which yeah. is hilarious that yeah. in the end, TikTok's like, dude, you're free. Whoa. TikTok you banned him before, yeah, before he got a chance. <laughs> We're going to ban you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apple, John touched on this. It was just they banned Parler from the App Store. Yeah. Um, Discord, uh, the Donald was yeah. a, a banned uh, server that was banned. Mm-hmm. Um, Pinterest. <laughs> so it was banned, all the kind of stuff. It just like, seemed like stop. everyone was trying to get in on it. So. It is. And, and <laughs> Where in else some can way... I post my knit, yeah. uh, knit Donald Trump doll? Nick, yeah. Nick and I touched on this. And everyone, you know, for a little bit, people were, um, I saw on Twitter a couple times, that like, look at this dude selling hot dogs. I was like, yeah, dude, it's fucking capital. Get out there and sell yeah. your hot dogs. Yeah. Doesn't mean he supports it. He's yeah. just trying to sell his fucking hot dogs. Yeah, and it's kind of similar. Stuff them with laxatives, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, that's. We'll keep you on up to date on uh, maybe a plan. Also, about just that. if you want to capitalize at all, every political rally I went to in L.A., there were always people selling food, and yeah. it's just like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, there's trying to make some there's money. There's fifty thousand people here. You know, you set up your little food cart and yeah. all. Yeah, but enough people. It. Yeah, great. We're behind you. Yeah, Whatever. that's entrepreneurship that's at its finest. Kind of the same thing with Pinterest. People were selling T-shirts and hats and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, let's. We've addressed let's this on the show before down, about the people selling flags. Like, I bet fifty percent don't yeah. even like Trump. We it's were just driving a good by. We were driving by a flags. big person on the corner the yeah. other day. It had like a fucking giant uh, trailer, yeah. and they were selling all sorts of flags. And it's like, yeah, whatever. Do you do you? Like, what it's what it stands for behind it kind of sucks, but trying to make some money. Yeah. Um, and then Stripe. Stripe is a, pr- a payment, payment processor. Yeah. yeah. The, they will no longer process payments for President Trump's campaign. <laughs> so uh, Stripe is kind of big, actually, because Stripe actually had its hands in uh, campaigning uh, for money and stuff. So campaign donations were going through Stripe. So now basically everything's kind of falling apart for the Trump campaign. So this is kind of just going to say that. Yeah, I mean uh... – a lot of people are fed up with them and sick of them and over it. Uh, the House is introducing uh, impeachment on Monday. Yeah. Um, we'll see if the Senate does anything with that. I think there might be more senators than last time who yeah. are on board with it. And I think some might be just starting to address the idea of like, yeah, Trump is a great way to fundraise, but maybe we don't want to deal with him until he dies. Right. So if we do convict him, he can't run for office ever again. And, so yeah. we don't really have to indulge him as much. No, and we've seen this with, with different people who have tied their horse to, horse to Trump. Yeah, like the whole Republican Party. The whole Republican Party. Rudy Giuliani, at yeah. one point mm-hmm. in his in his life, he was America's mayor. He was the mayor that brought us through 9-11 and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. now you look at Rudy Giuliani, and it's like, oh, my God. There's a large amount of people. I mean, overall, like society's living in a gerontocracy right now. Uh, we're just being led uh, over the cliff by the old. <laughs> and a lot of these people just should have left public life 20, 25 years ago. I, I think that's another silver lining of John Ossoff winning is he's 33. Like, whether or not I agree with him on a lot. and he seems, He's the youngest senator besides Joe Biden, right? I think, yeah, I think he's the second youngest senator uh, to ever be elected. I, I think overall, that that's why we, we support a lot of these young people doing long shot campaigns, even if they're not going to win, is I'm just sick of people asking, so how do you make money, Facebook? You know, like, there's, there's some people who just, yeah. they're, they're not... Get them out. Yeah, Come they're on. not suited to lead in, in the current moment, and they're not going to deal with a lot of the consequences of the current moment. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if you're over a certain age, you should, uh, I mean, like... 
I think cynically they don't want to bring up the next generation so they don't have to give up power until their deathbed. But like a a strong party would bring up the next generation of leaders so that when they do retire or die, that there's someone able to fill their shoes. Fill their shoes without a big gap. You don't notice anything happen. Like this time when Speaker Pelosi re-ran, AOC and the squad said, yeah, there's no one who's really prepared to fill those shoes right now because there's been no one being trained up to be the next generation of leaders. Yeah. So I guess more of the story is support the new, the new person, the new person on the block. You know, yeah. who is who is she? Erica Rhodes. We have Erica Rhodes. Erica we Rhodes. Have... There's so many. She's one of my favorites. But yeah, there's so many people, and really, I mean, you're think about it. You see them first pop up. You Gary know, Chambers, most of the time Gary on Chambers. your That's timeline on Twitter or something yeah. like that. Most people don't think anything of them, but. You just think about this you. is my fun fact advice too. A lot of them really much prefer small, smaller donations that are recurring because then they can figure out how to budget their cash. Yeah. So even if it's only like three bucks a month or five bucks a month or ten bucks a month, if you can do a recurring donation as opposed to just like a one off, because I used to just do like a one off, like fifty or a hundred or whatever. Yeah. Because I would just be like, oh, I have money in my account this month, and this person seems cool. Here's fifty bucks, you know. But um, if you can instead give them five bucks a month for a year then it allows them to budget better for Helps for what lot. they need in the future. So, um, yeah, if you, if you see a candidate you like, even if they're not going to win, I mean, I famously gave, like, two grand to Andrew Yang. His chances of winning were, like, sub 1% the whole time. But yeah. it didn't matter because but it allows their voice. Yeah. helped start the, the, the con. Yeah, the it allows top. their voice to yeah. be part of the conversation. And then brought UBI to the table. Yeah, brought and... UBI to the table. And even if it, that's not the case, a lot of people don't win their first election. They yeah. might win their second or third or fourth. Um, but if... I don't know. Like, yeah, if I, you feel like your representative is is a soulless swamp monster, just donate to their opponent. Yeah, like we yeah. donated. I know I donated to uh, Shahid Batar. I did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of those ones. He that, was never going to win that no, race. It course. doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, get someone on there yeah. on the pulpit against Pelosi. One say like, if she doesn't run next time or the time after. Now he could be a front runner because right. he's already become well known in San Francisco or exactly. whatever. Exactly. It's, it's a long play in a lot of situations. Yeah, David so, Kim versus mm-hmm. Jimmy Gomez donated yep. to that. Like, pick your person. Yeah. Yeah. Find someone you like. Find someone who shares your values. Yeah, and stick with them for a couple of years. The next thing you know, I mean, oh, if they're shit, actually they're where the you are, that's better because uh, you could actually vote for them. But in like a globalized information society, if you think someone cool is running in another state, like who cares? yeah, who, who fuck it? Like anyone good in Congress is good. Or in like a local state house, I, I donated to Jermaine Johnson. Uh, he he won a race in uh, I want to say South Carolina to to be a state house rep, and he just seemed like a cool, genuine guy. You know, like yeah. that's what I look for in my in my political candidates. Like you don't have to have the most coherent. Platform, but if I can trust you to be a human being, yeah. like we already won that battle, you know, but like, like Lee exactly Carter, he's running for yeah. governor now. Yeah, exactly. We got Lee Carter in a state house seat in Virginia, yeah. and now he's running for governor. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the down ballot stuff. Yeah, and I mean, all three of us, we have a friend who has said the same. Why should I vote? You yeah. Know, why should I? We live in Idaho. Obviously, Idaho's going to go red, and it's like, well, down ballot is makes more of yeah. a difference. Yeah, it go makes out more and of a vote. Difference. Go out and d- donate if you find someone down ballot you like. Or volunteer if you have time and not money. That, yeah. I think, is a, usually better. Call for I, someone you can I, do I tend to be home. the opposite where I have a little money and no time, so I just throw them a little bit of cash. But, yeah, um, but yeah, if you can if you can do anything to help, there's there's good people out there right now. All right, and let's I'll, get back. Oh, sorry, oh. I was going to say, and one other thing you can do is in, the, in that ground is a lot of times there's a campaign uh, behind a, like some kind of ballot initiative. Like here yeah. in Idaho, we had the Medicare expansion uh, ballot initiative. There was a there was an entire operation here with multiple 
nationwide people that came in, helped, helped with that group. Yeah. They got a progressive legislation passed in a landslide victory in a deeply red state. One of the when, deepest. I think what we've addressed before a million times, too, is a lot of people don't have problems with policies. They just have their red team or their blue team. Exactly. You know, but if you come at them from a policy angle and just say, like, how would you feel about this or trying this or yeah. maybe if we Utah do this Utah voted for marijuana. Yeah, exactly. But like, they're, like, the, yeah. the reddest state in the fucking world. Yeah, it's not, it's not always a... They just... They have their team, so sometimes you can't win an election against their team. But it's if a you cultural have a policy, signifier, yeah, exactly. but you don't have a cultural signifier around a policy. You have yeah. a policy. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah. I don't know. Things can definitely improve. This has been a weird-ass fucking week. Um, I hope everything's safe with the inauguration because uh, yeah. the the right-wing internet is lit, lighting up with like a million militia march on the 19th <laughs> and the 20th and stuff. Um, I have a feeling that the, the Capitol is going to be uh, on lockdown, like uh, with essentially a standing yeah. army in yep. DC. You, you can't go visit the Capitol anytime soon. Yeah, so I I don't think it's gonna. Last time they had the element of surprise, quote unquote surprise, even though the NYPD and the FBI warned the Capitol police, hey, this might become a bad thing. There was um, like a hundred and fifty thousand uh, posts mentions, across yeah. all social platforms that that were hashtag storm the Capitol. Yeah, but speaking about that, John. Tell us a little bit about uh, who's been charged yeah. and stuff like that. But before you do that, I would like to point out the hilarious video that's been circling around on Twitter. Like, they won't let me fly. <laughs> <laughs> they say I'm a terrorist. Yeah. Um, it seems like some people have gotten added to the no-fly list. Uh, there's been videos of people also getting arrested when they land. So it's like they get off the plane in whatever Missouri, and then there's just cops waiting there for them. So that's also <laughs> been videos that are going around. Um uh, holding their name on a piece of paper yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a limo driver yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then they rip off that outfit and it's just a cop <laughs> gotcha um, yeah the, the charges so far have seemed light um, the guy who had his feet up in Pelosi's desk looks like he might serve they're saying a year right now um, the zip tie guy is, is like a max of five years so f- oh they got him they got they zip got tie him. guy they got yeah. him. Oh, that's great. Um, with a lot of help from people on social yeah, media yeah there was a yeah. black rifle coffee company hat yeah. he had yeah. on and they used uh, I think that to a, find him a con- or Tennessee a bl- thin blue line yeah so yeah they were narrowing him down um, the question I have though like so far uh, the charges have seemed really light, and we predicted last time that the federal government would not fuck around, um, and so far it looks like they're fucking around a little bit. Um, <laughs> so I'm wondering if they're charging, because uh, another fear I had was Trump could, in theory, pardon all of them, because that's all federal right. offenses. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they're going light before the inauguration, and then they'll come out heavy after it, because um, I, I don't see... like. If you're a Pelosi or a Schumer or a Mitch of the world and someone just invaded your house to kill you, I don't know if you'll be happy with, like, a one-year sentence on right. that person. No. Um, so I still have hopes. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we need new domestic terrorism laws, which is what they're floating. I don't yeah. think we need anything like that because they're always going to turn it against the left. But uh, under current laws, these people could be charged way, way more serious, way more strong than they are. Yeah. Um, and maybe they should I, yeah. be put back on the terror watch list. Yeah. As, as and I, I, I don't think, think this is yeah. the one time we should, we should take Trump advice 10 years yeah for what was his exact statement because it's not a law 
But it was an executive order, but it was like it was essentially fucking with federal property. Yeah, because they were trying to protect the federal courthouse in Portland. Um, I also don't think like with with the mob mentality aspect, I don't think this is something we want to end a lot of people's lives over or sentence right. them to like undo uh, criminal punishment. I I think if you're like I'm say you. zip tie guy though, like maybe you should be in for ten years, just like cool yeah. off a little bit. Hopefully, you know, um, if you were actually going there to murder people, which is what we could find out. Um, there was a guy who was arrested with an assault rifle, and in his uh, text messages, he said, "I'm gonna put a, a bullet in her noggin on live TV." He said noggin too, mm-hmm. which was just like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> um, but talking about Pelosi, that he was gonna execute her on live TV. So I, I, I think there's some of these people who were, uh, shall we say, more more aggressively planned or planned for more aggression than the people who just kind of like. Well, sl- that's what we talked yeah, about. Yeah, that's originally. what we talked about last time. You know, time. it yeah. was a lot of people, and then. 100, 150, 200 people who had blood on their Actual mind. violent, yeah, yeah vi- violent motives. So I think we kind of want to throw the book at those people. If you just, if like the guy who went in to steal the podium and just looked like he was having a grand old time, maybe that guy gets a year because it's like... He was charged. Yeah, he was charged, yeah. yeah. But I, I think like he was there more for like the the mob and the party than Remember like the guy with the zip happened? ties yeah. I have a podium yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I was watching all of us were watching this unfold right I mean I was talking to my girlfriend and we were looking at uh, you know we all have we both have iPhones so I was looking at usage per app for that day yeah and I think it was like seven hours and forty two minutes of Twitter that yeah. day or some <laughs> yeah. crazy shit it was like I was just gl- I was watching all this unfold and all this kind of crazy shit and if I remember correctly that guy was kind of in and out like he was like I yeah. want that fucking podium so yeah no, I think, charge him with yeah. stealing federal property yeah. and all this kind of stuff but then zip tie guy or dude with the assault rifle yeah. or all these people the pipe cocktail guy the pop pipe bombs guy all the yeah. people who beat the shit out of the capitol police officer yeah there is uh, i think they've now two capitol police officers have died i think so yeah. it was the the most recent number i yeah. heard can we can we I, talk I, about the greatest moment in the uh post satire world that we live in that happened that day uh yeah uh, the uh, woman who was oh, oh holding a "Don't Tread on Me" yeah. flag. Yeah, we oh, got one of the deaths wrong. Yeah, trampled to death. Yeah, trampled to death. Yeah, she had a Gadsden she flag, was, which was, was like the snake upon. with "Don't Tread on Me," and she was treaded. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would like it to be, point out it be your own kind. Yeah, <laughs> literally, that no police officers have died from any Black Lives Matter protest. No, anything no, like that. But when they stormed the Capitol, they literally beat a man to death. They beat a man to death with a fire extinguisher, and I think they crushed a man to death between two doors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dang. Yeah, because he, he just got jammed in between the door with the crowd on one side and the cops on the other, and they would be like, go, or like whatever, like, push. And he was just getting jammed in between this door. So, yeah, it seemed like a pretty brutal way to go yeah, out. That's, yeah, that's And then the other guy supposedly medieval got... medieval torture kind of yeah, shit, being crushed with, to death. Hit with a fire extinguisher and then just beat to death yeah yeah so that, yeah. that's an interesting you know everyone was talking about for months how violent these you know how all the people out protesting for something that actually fucking means something and then all these fucking goons What's go and out? storm the yeah. Cr- yeah well you yeah. know they got something you know so yeah anyone who's saying that race doesn't have anything to do with all this yeah. is kind of fucked there's violence uh 
from Ant- Antifa and BLM in like a property disco- destruction kind of way, but, but it's not like yeah, tw- it's not a murder kind of way, you know, <laughs> right. like which I think we have to put very distinct values on how much a human life is worth and how much like uh, a used a car garage is, you know, <laughs> like uh, yeah, I think uh, I mean I like obviously to burn down someone's small business isn't great, but it's I fucked up. Yeah, I think it's way on. more fucked up to like murder, murder people. So uh, no, that's I, why I still think the charges will come because. Yeah, I mean, the cops get to to come out and say I I was afraid of my milkshake being poisoned over the summer, and now when they're actually murdered in person, they're like they're they're keeping their mouth shut. Yeah, yeah, the police unions are being. I was gonna say where? Yeah, where are the police unions at right now? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I I I I feel like something has to be coming. Um, Well, and I don't think you can put a a light a you know a, a dollar value on someone's life. Yeah, can even I, even if it's say let's use my life. Actuaries would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> What's my life? Could could Jeff be probably seven hundred grand? Like, I and what did that target cost after insurance and all that kind of stuff? And yeah. to mention the fucking CEO is like, yeah, target yeah. was coming. Fuck I can it. tell you right now, Jeff Bezos can buy me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I we will all, stop doing whatever he wants know. me to stop doing. Yeah. I have a price I point. A price. He has it in his Give bank Give me account. a call, Jeff. <laughs> we'll work it out. We will stop talking about you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be our first sponsor? <laughs> Brought to you by Amazon, the best company in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Chiquita. And Chiquita Banana. Um, we can talk about Chiquita. I, while we're on the Capitol Police thing, I wanted to shout out this officer. Uh, his name is Capitol Police Officer Eugene Goodman. Ooh, very rare. Um, yeah, very rare that we shout out a, a pro-cop moment. But uh, this, there's a video going out where... Uh, there's like a soul, have you guys seen the video where it's like a soul black police officer versus like yes, the whole crowd and, he was like, and he's like, like slowly like, retreating and stuff yeah um so they, they get to a moment picture. yeah they get to a moment where he's at the top of the stairs and the crowd's rushing up the stairs and he looks to his left for a second and uh i guess to the left was the senate chambers uh completely unguarded there's no one down that hallway and it's just one black police officer standing in the way mm-hmm. um and so he looks that way, sees no one's guarding the Senate chambers, and then he makes a split-second decision to continue antagonizing these racist-ass bag of people because then they, like... Lock in on him. They locked in on him, yeah. So he single-handedly stopped them from rushing the Senate chambers. It was, like, one police officer versus probably 50, 60 angry-ass rioters. Well, and I will say, yeah. I mean, that is... Very impressive. I mean, yeah, I mean, he saved yeah. lives, but he not only saved the lives of potentially what these fucking when he made the mobs. really fucked up calculus to say what's the one thing that can get these people off their focus on the Senate right now? Angry it's, at a black guy. Yeah, angry, <laughs> angry at a black, at black guy, guy, which is super he took fucked that up. But, but yeah. the other thing I will say is more than likely. There was a Secret Service agent or some type of agent in the Senate oh, chambers I'm sure there were people who in had there. orders. I don't care who the fuck it is. You yeah. shoot them. Yeah. You shoot them. So he saved their lives, if anything, yeah. too. So well, yeah. it's, a, it's an unbelievable sacrifice. Yeah, he made he made the realization that w- what would keep these people focused on me and not focused on the people I'm trying to protect, and it's me being black. And yeah. so he shoved the guy and antagonized the guy and then got him to follow them down the other corridor and then up another flight of stairs where there was police officers, like, waiting. And so he got, like, his little team got of backup. backup. Yeah. yeah, but uh, it was just... Yeah, I mean, it was just like if you watch the video, it's an amazing like single man standoff like against this whole group, and then he of yeah, violent yeah, a violent like extremist, and realizes that the thing that would stop 
the further violence is him like making him a target based on his race, which wow. is like super fucked up that we have to live in that world. But shout yeah. out again, what's his uh, name again? It's Eugene Goodman. Yeah. So yeah, he might have single handedly saved senators' lives by uh, by making himself a target of racist Jesus violence. Christ. Indeed, I, a good I just man. Want to point yeah. out how crazy would this have been if a senator or a congressperson, yeah. or the vice president, or oh, someone's secu- life was taken? The security the like, response yeah, would the be vice insane. President, yeah. Obviously, he had enough protection. There's no way. Anyone no, I mean, would he have was with the them. No, he was he was with them. They were all. Yes, and that's and that goes back to what I was saying. You know, the Secret Service. Yeah, has in whatever a, room they ended up locking down in, I'm sure there was like ten guys with guns on the door. You know, guns. But, you have three or four clips. I mean, yeah. you're talking <laughs> more bullets than people. So. Yeah. I mean, no, there's but definitely more people than bullets, what, though. Like, and that goes back if to you continue to go with did, overwhelming force, yeah. he not only saved senator lives yeah. and the vice president's life, but the lives yeah. of the people who were or, being or like uh, Ashley hell. Babbitt or whatever her name was. Who say got her shot. name? Yeah, <laughs> say her name. But <laughs> but I, I think that person decided like I'll shoot and see what happens, kind of thing. Like yeah. like he pro- it was one guy with a pistol. It's not like he had overwhelmingly force to take on this mob. No. But he put a he put a quick stop to them trying to climb through that doorway. You yeah. Know? Um, and yeah, it's unfortunate that an unarmed person had to die, but sometimes that's what happens. You know. So. Yeah. This, this was a very interesting, and people have said it. People have said the same thing as, uh, fuck, I'm so dumb right now. Who said that uh, this will be a day that live in, lives in infamy when talking about uh, FDR? Uh, FDR. They've compared this to, as far as moments in American history, to similar to Pearl Harbor, not in lives lost, but in how unprecedented and how crazy this was right this is gonna be i think every 20 25 30 years uh, something happens and this is that thing this is that thing and i think it's it's it could have gone so much worse but it it should never have happened i i do want to put insane to think about a slight response though to the to the like this isn't the america i know this isn't the america i grew up in like where have you been where where have you been for the the 65 years you're you're alive gretchen like tensions have been significantly climbing i think essentially since 2008 where life's just getting worse and worse and worse and you get to see this gilded class get richer and richer and richer but there's no significant change to anything in your life and then people in power want to turn around and look how great of a job we did everything's good again and like if if you're if you haven't gotten a raise in 15 years and you're struggling to pay all your bills and you got to watch because inflation has gone up tenfold or you got to watch your parents retire and that line is never there for you you know like i i think uh we talked about this a little bit before the show but i think like yes these people need to face criminal charges and and yes you do need to uh like practice justice before we can practice unity but the the easiest way to alleviate some of the tension would be for government to actually do things that benefits its citizenry right which it hasn't been doing in the last 20 years and we have to address the elephant in the room (laughs) pun intended (laughs) of uh the fact that this silent majority idea are you gonna talk about chris christie (laughs) (laughs) republicans in general (laughs) (laughs) but yes fuck you chris christie (laughs) uh but but like if you look at it like the trajectory of of the i mean realistically 
in in the most honest terms, the the white conservative movement. Yeah. This has been it's this been is, a race baiting movement. This has been yeah exactly. <laughs> this has. is this has been an escalation that's been happening since Nixon. Yeah. This is Nixon was the birth the of, the, of the Southern strategy and and the silent majority. Yeah. And basically, a, a minority of whites should people, be able to people to, have just been ignoring it. Yeah, to push their power up against everyone else, the poor yeah. whites. Uh, anyone black or brown, Chinese, no matter what you are, you're you're a second class citizen, or at least should be uh, as minimal have a, as minimal amount of political power to address any of the problems in your yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Like that that's that's been the strategy, and it's clearly worked. Or just the strategy broke down to cultural issues as opposed to class issues. We've all been success, or a lot of people have been successfully lied to that like you're very different from the Black Lives Matter protesters. Right. When really you probably have a lot more in common with those people than you do with Mitch McConnell. Right. So um, almost definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I mean, if not, you are worse. Yeah. The, I think the you Southern strategy, uh, and, and you can see it with like to... Nixon's war on drugs and stuff, he, like. He he articulated that if you make the poorest white person feel like they're more important than any black person, then they feel valued. Exactly. You, know? you have a lot yeah. more. Uh, you have a lot more control over that person. Exactly. Yeah. So they have um, something to lose, and that's why I think if a government could actually benefit all of these people, then you could start to have a class discussion again, as opposed to like uh, a race or a cultural discussion, because. Yeah. Not that our class discussions can't intersect with race and, yeah. and address the racial divide and things yeah. like that, but but if you if you bring people in under the umbrella of class, yeah. then they're more willing to to hear your conditions and your or just and, if and you do nothing race. for them at all ever, then why would they ever enter your tent? Then right. just, you just stay on the cultural issues because it's like, yeah. well, Democrats mm-hmm. don't help me and Republicans don't help me, but I get to own the libs. Yeah, you know that's my thing. Yeah, so I mean. And I feel like this, I don't know. After this, I, I found a, a weird, I don't know how to describe it, but solace maybe, in hearing something Arnold Schwarzenegger said today. Yeah. Or yesterday. He came out with a speech that was, I mean, it was good. It was very presidential. It was something that we should have heard from Joe, but we didn't. And it was it was kind of it was just a, he compared it to. Uh, Kristallnacht. Yeah. Yes. Um, the night, night of, of broken the, glass. Yep. Yeah. Um, something that happened in Austria. So I think it happened for, in Germany, but Austria is right there, right? Yeah, yeah. it might have been. Yeah. So any, for anyone who doesn't know, Arnold Schwarzenegger was born in 1947, two years after the end of World War II, and he in a very complicit, which also country. damn dude, that guy's yeah. killing it for being like he seventy is. some He's odd still years old. Good. Yeah. He, he does still look good. He does still beat yeah. my ass. <laughs> <laughs> he took all three of us at yeah. once. <laughs> He's, <laughs> hot anyway he uh he came out with this it was seven minutes on twitter you can easily find it it has like eight hundred thousand likes on twitter at this point yeah it had 22 million views in a day <clears throat> which Damn. is pretty impressive it's yeah. been shared a lot but he came out with this very heartfelt personal story of his of the shame and guilt a lot of uh, men felt after what they did in World War II. And it yeah. ca- he drew a parallel to a lot of maybe the people at the Capitol who didn't necessarily believe so wholeheartedly in what they were doing, but kind of just followed along. Yeah. And there was a lot of people at the at the end of World War II who felt it, an immense amount of guilt yeah. and drowned themselves in alcohol. And yeah. Arnold told the, told the story of how his father would come home and beat the kids and he would scare his mom and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. he compared it to a lot of what happened. And he really drilled home. He's like, 
what was his uh, analogy? He's like, America's like a sword. Yeah, right? he compared it to the sword he used in Conan the Barbarian, where uh, you forge it enough times, it gets yeah, stronger and stronger. Yeah, and stronger. you put it in the heat and the water and hammer it and temper the steel. Like the more hardship you put a sword through when you when you build it, uh, the stronger, the stronger it, it gets. Yeah, so so was... it, it it might be worth listening to that because I I I mean I know his speech didn't do shit. It made me. F- it made. It makes you feel good. Makes but you feel it, good. It Which is sometimes in a society like this, it sometimes is all you can ask for too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. these aren't going to be fixed. These tensions aren't going to be fixed worth overnight. Going to listen to that because it, it made me feel a little better. But I know it didn't change anything. And but. he did correctly identify the the brown shirts and the um, uh, people who were complicit with Hitler's regime within his country and stuff yeah. as the American equivalent or the you know Austrian of equivalent the of the Boys. Proud Boys. Yeah. yeah. And 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 that's really what they've become. They're a paramilitary wing of this angry um, movement. Yeah. There's there's no consistent ideology from one proud boy to the next as far mm-hmm. as what they think the answers to yeah. society are for, yeah. it, except for what they're against. Yeah. That's it. That's the only allegiance they have. So I guess which is back to if you give them no answers, then all you're left with is be angry about certain groups and certain things. Yeah. You know? Vow to not jerk off and yeah. go beat up protesters. Yeah. We've had a lot of discussions, and I don't know if it's really happened too much on the podcast, but that you know, in a way, we wish we could take back the term po- patriot. Right. Yeah. John and I, I know, have had a lot of yeah. conversations. Nick's been involved in several of them, and that is that we wish we could take back the the term patriot. Yeah, patriot from the means right something wing. very different to me than storming the capital it and does. killing a cop. It does. You so know, like it, in, that's in, not what it in my heart what a patriot is. In our own ways, we see ourselves as something of a patriot, not what most people know patriot to fucking mean at this point. You know, like there's a serious XM channel called the patriot and it's fucking rush limbaugh and all these fucking goons (laughs) so that doesn't mean anything but i guess what arnold said kind of does have something to it you know that exactly what john said earlier you know every 25 years or so something fucking batshit crazy happens in this country and a a lot of people lose faith in it and stuff like that but it goes back to most of the things we've said tonight and that is you know Stay the strong long-term project find, of America. Can, find someone you support. We can get better. We can get better. And, it's and if we don't get better, we're completely fucked. Yeah. So we better figure out a way to get better. Because um, otherwise, fast. this is yeah, fast. Because this is this <laughs> yeah, is accelerating fast. and it's getting very bad. <laughs> yeah, out let's, there. Okay, well, let's do it now. And I think um, it's in response <laughs> to a government who's functionally not done anything for the last sixty years. Yeah. yeah. You know what we like? What it's the last building up? It's the gonna... last good thing we did was what? Like the Civil Rights Act. And and since then it's been tax cuts for the rich and austerity for the poor mm-hmm. and drug addiction and rampant abuses of power it's and a, it's a big and wars cold... to send our kids to die to it's 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 yeah. fucked up. When's the yeah. last time they did anything to help us out? Which is why you hope Joe Biden steps in uh, God, I hope. with with an FDR second Bill of Rights kind of response to everything that's going on. Where you know I support UBI more than a jobs guarantee, but jobs guarantee could be a strong way to start if that's what senators want to do yeah like we have to start allowing people to feel like they have a hand in the future of america and right now when i mean right now it seems like we don't you know like how many people are gig workers with no health insurance like how many how many people have a college degree and yet work at a starbucks or are underemployed or whatever you want to call it like it's it just seems like well you hit the point where you you're sitting here thinking we're, we're fucked i'm fucked all this kind of stuff. Well, that's not that's not the truth, right? Find like we said earlier, find someone you really support. Yeah. All these people who are up and coming but have 
when ha- I think look for look for positive corrupted. yeah look, look for positive exactly. people around you because in response like we often say we're completely fucked and I feel like that's probably what a lot of proud boys say you know like yeah. both two sides of a coin that realize we're completely fucked we're just trying to do like positive solutions and maybe save this where they they might realize they just, or think yeah, yeah like shit's too far gone let's just burn it all down and we can see what rises from the ashes yeah, yeah. which like both both That's, start in a similar position you just got to not one end up far in that right, hole one yeah. goes far left yeah, yeah 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 so don't i guess don't lose don't lose faith i mean that's kind of the something I've seen a lot on Twitter yeah. is people just saying we're fucked. There's n- there's no fixing this and all this kind of stuff. That's well, that not quote true. too of like it, it's a democracy if you can keep it. It's like it's up to us to keep it. So it yeah. that's how democracies fall. And yeah. I mean, yeah. So just stick with it. Find someone you you really like. Find a lot of people you like and do. And your, it doesn't even have to do, be in politics. Find a charity you like. Find an activity exactly. you like doing. Exactly. You know, like, like the world's so Focus dark on right yourself. now. You know, if you if you like playing darts, do that. You know, like I there's just so much darkness right now that like if you want to if you have the energy to be involved in politics, great, do it. If yeah. you don't and you want to help a charity that plants trees or helps to divide food to the hungry or whatever, like just find some way to be not grumpy all the time yeah. you know Don't and i need to do that down. too yeah all of us do yeah <laughs> i do for sure <laughs> well now that we've talked about yeah us it's being been fucked depressing nick you want to help us out i think yeah. i'm gonna help us out what all also right. bridges on finding someone you like and finding some positivity in the world right you know? and That's something true. you can do and you know something you can be a part of uh, if any of you are in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, great great city of a great or state. Or not there and just yeah. want to donate some money. <laughs> exactly. You don't good, have good to be. Or time. You got to focus on right, yeah, you can, different you can elections. Phone bank, all kinds of things. Uh, there is a man by the name of Gary Chambers Jr. Yeah. Now, if you if that name rings a bell, uh, at the beginning of the uh, BLM protests, yeah. he uh, went extremely viral online for a clip that I I think I will include here. Well, at least listen to the the piece of his clip that he includes in his uh, campaign ad. He is running for a seat that was just cleared up by Joe Biden's uh, administration picks. Uh, and I will give to Biden one thing about these administration picks is that he is picking very tactful um, uh, districts that are yeah. very safe blue districts. Yeah. Things we're not going to lose. Hopefully, uh, don't want to lose any more seats. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. So, so this is a, a seat that's becoming available, and just an absolute chad of a uh, of a candidate here, and uh, you get to hear him now. Most of you know me from this video with Connie. So I had intended to get up here and talk about how racist Robert E. Lee was, but I'm going to talk about you, Connie, sitting over there shopping while we talking about Robert E. Lee. But I'm going to talk about Louisiana today. The people of Baton Rouge know me for fighting for health care access in North Baton Rouge, helping change the name of Lee High School to Liberty High, fighting to keep the zoo in North Baton Rouge, and a $300 million investment coming to a divested community. Because change doesn't just happen. We fight to make change happen. Most of your run-of-the-mill politicians, career politicians, will tell you we're doing a great job. But the truth is, we understand that they haven't been taking care of the health, welfare, and the safety of our community. The numbers don't lie. Folks that grew up on streets like this, on Oreo, like me and my complex family story. My mother committed suicide when I was two months old, and my father struggled with alcoholism. So my village stepped in, and my aunt and uncle became my mother and father. And communities like Oreo Street and all over this country understand that our fight for change requires that we come together the same way my family did to help bring me forward. We've got to bring our state forward. 
so our children have a state that they can live in, thrive in, and prosper in instead of leaving for what they see as greener pastures. We've got to fight for clean air and green jobs because we understand with the closure of Shell in Convent and the hundreds of jobs that we're losing, if we marry our state to one industry, we are married to their prosperity or their demise. And the future of jobs for our children requires that we look at the Green New Deal. This global pandemic that has shown us the inequities that exist in our healthcare system means that we have to fight for Medicare for all, to give every American a fair shot when they get sick. The truth is, profit should not be the determining factor of the quality of care you get when you go see a physician. It should be about health care and serving people. And you guys can check out the rest uh, at his it's Twitter, a great at Gary really Chambers is. Jr. It's One of the solid. best, like, yeah. fantastic. Uh, I love his ability to take something that has been so poisoned in the, uh, I hate saying this, the marketplace of ideas, <laughs> uh, uh, like Green New Deal, uh, and making it just make sense to everyday people. I think one thing to learn from the Donald Trump because administration. Because he's an everyday person. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. The, a great thing to learn from Trump is be shameless. Yeah. Whatever you actually believe, have no Put shame. Wear it on your chest. Yeah, wear yeah. it on your chest. How are they going to attack you for Yeah. Do you support the Green New Deal? Yeah, I do. Yeah. What's up? You know, talk and to me about it. Yeah, Let's go. That's, I, I also really like Here's this guy. how this affects my life. Yeah, I, I like that he's a affects a, my community. A great yeah. orator Very who much is so. not from like an Ivy League. Like, there's people who know how to speak to the community. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I think those are the voices we need to elevate more. It's like I think that's what that's what wins elections. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. That's what digs people out. That's I agree. What tells people to get out and vote. Not, and you can be shameless like Trump in a I fucked a porn star, what are you going to do about it way? Or you can be shameless that I love my community, I'm going to be for, there for them, the Green New they Deal helps them out. They were there for me, yeah. I'm going to be there for them. I also love how he addressed like his family struggles, yeah. where like, I think the more we I'm put, a normal person, yeah, shit happens exactly. to me, and I think the more like we, we normalize that, the less people have to be ashamed about that and exactly. run like uh, a PR-driven campaign, you know? Yeah, and someone growing up in a broken household, yeah. living with their aunt and uncle the way he did, yeah. like they can, they can look at that and be like, look, he can and do that. And that's the American dream too yeah. it's like wherever you came from you can do what what like the limits of your ability allow and obviously this guy should be in congress yeah you know and like, definitely and the, st- the statement uh the that profits should not be the determinant of the quality of care that yeah. one receives when they show up to a physician absolutely yeah that is that is 100 percent been yeah. one of the major key uh factors in the like cycle the cyclical way of keeping poor people poor yeah. and keeping broken communities broken mm-hmm. is that they don't have schools that fund that they can fund that they can go and learn uh, the, the the skills that they need. They show up to a doctor and a doctor is being underpaid or has doesn't want to take or their insurance. Your, your bill is too high, so yeah. you don't go back the second time. Exactly. You know? like, like, yeah. yeah. It's things as simple as that. Where like if you don't have the money for your medication, your condition gets worse, and then now you don't have money to pay for the worsening condition, and you're in a spiral there too. Yeah. Like we have to stop the spirals of debt that people can fall into and allow you to get on your own two feet and then thrive. Yeah. Like there's mm-hmm. limits to the, what the social safety net can do to save us, but it is a safety net yeah. and it does keep people from falling back into the same cyclical I also like, think, like Medicare for all at the, or at the very least a public option just makes sense in a world where we all have to exist as like gig contractors, you know, like, right. like yeah. the, the days of a, a, a pension and a 401k and healthcare are gone. And right. how do we, Obviously, we don't want that to be the case, but if, if that's going to be the reality we're forced to live in, how do we at least allow us to live in that reality? You know? Yeah, you think more of the, the Silicon Valley technocratic kind of yeah. people would do what some of them did when they heard about UBI, and they're like, yeah. this is a great idea. This yeah. keeps the onus off of us. 
uh, stripping away people's jobs. We can go ahead and yeah. we have the green light to automate. We can do whatever because yeah. people are at least have some kind of safety net. Well, and it's going to happen think, either way. That's right, why I think yeah. they looked at it as a positive thing. Is yeah. like, well, yeah. I'm not stopping self-driving cars because this is a ten trillion dollar industry. You yep. know? But if you want to tax us a little bit on it, sure, go for it. Yeah, you know? like think about Uber and Lyft and and those kind of things, like running a publicity campaign for like a, yeah, like a public option or something, yeah. and just being like, look, people uh, people need to to have these yeah. gigs, and it needs to be very flexible because that's what we offer is an ability to be a contractor. Yeah, full of shit. Anyways, yeah, but uh, <laughs> but but yeah, if they want to keep their their system that way, that bad, that's that's a solution. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. I don't know, man. There's, there's like, the problem with a lot of these things is they're all, like, systemic problems and not, not necessarily in the way that it, like, it, it's in the system, but that, like, there's systems of problems that all interact with each other. Yeah. And so, like, you can't always just fix one one thing and have it be fixed, you know? Right. Like, you have to fix the whole inner commingling cog system that yeah. is, like, the broken world we live in. And if you just fix one of the cogs and make it all shiny and new, it doesn't, like make the machine run any better you know yeah like you have to address the whole thing together um and i think that's what some of the bigger proposals out there could do and you know like the conservatives are always going to try to hold us up but if you can actually show you can do positive things and affect positive change then you can still win but if if we're all going to have a race to the bottom of who's not going to do jack for the longest and then just keep switching then like obviously things are going to get worse and worse and worse yeah. so yeah if you're like a gary chambers or if you're someone in your own community who like thinks you have something to say and and don't like your representation say like it. yeah say it get up do it like he's like he went viral at like a town hall meeting and now he's running for congress that's yeah. fucking awesome yeah he called out someone who was shopping online during yeah. while well, during uh, the previous people's speeches yeah. and came up and immediately called them out yeah. and now he's running for congress yeah and hopefully he wins yeah stand up what for, for what you believe in yeah fucking hell yeah gary hell this, yeah. Th- he's he's dope yeah. um very much reminds me of the cory bush energy that we need yeah. in in congress yeah and um That's and I'm excited. I, yeah to, to be shameless the caucus yeah. grows the caucus grows yeah, yeah. i agree all right. right. Well, uh, good episode. Thanks for joining us. Going out on a high note this yeah. time, and yeah. an actual like high that. note. Yeah. yeah. The last one. There's was, hope. There's the always hope. We started can't give it up. fun and then got depressing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't yeah. much yeah. of a chaser. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check us out online, and we'll, we'll see, see you guys, guys next week. week. Later. Later. Later.